Varmt välkomna till Kulturhuset Stadsteatern i Stockholm. Mitt namn är Ingemar Fast och jag är konstnärlig ledare för litteraturscenen i detta stora allkonsthus vid Särgelstorg. Och nu ska ni få möta Fernanda Melchor och detta är ett samtal med Hanna Nordenhök och de talar på engelska. Fernanda, hola, hola, hello uh, and welcome to Stockholm. Thank I'm you so much. happy that you're here. I am extremely happy to be here too, Hannah, and, and uh, super um, amazed to have a conversation with you and, and extremely uh, proud to be in this scenario with uh, all the people that uh, uh, Ingmar have, has mentioned. And uh, thank you so much for being here. I, I hope we, we have all a, a nice conversation. Me too, me too. <laughs> um, Well, I have had the immense honor to, to, to translate you, and it has been a, a journey. And um, um, first your international breakthrough with uh, your second novel, Hurricane Season, uh, that came out uh, for the first time in 2017. Uh, in Mexico. Mm -hmm. In Mexico. Uh, that is a, a breathtaking and, and feverish murder story told from uh, four different perspectives. Uh, and it takes place in a village in uh, Veracruz state in Mexico, where poverty, state corruption and mm, drug uh, cartels um, rule the life, uh, rob people of their, of their, their hopes, their life hopes. And Paradise, that has come out now here in Sweden, is, is, is written in the same feverish tempo. But instead of this chorus of voices uh, that you have in, in uh, hurricane season, it's, it's one single voice. Uh, it's Polo, a teenager that works as a gardener in a gated community called Paradise, uh, where he also meets Franco, another teenager, Uh, and one of the residents in the in this uh, in one of the wealthy villas there. Uh, and despite this abyss between their social conditions, um, they meet and start to plan uh, a brutal crime together. And of course, there are a lot of parallels between hurricane season and and uh, paradise. Uh, they even have a witch. Uh, Uh, of sort them. of, yes, sort of, of course, yeah. Of course. Um, uh, but still, they have a lot of dif differences. But um, I wanted to know how how was Paradise born? Did it come out from Hurricane Season, or how how did it how did you? But, but do you want me to tell you the truth or the things that sometimes I say in in, in interviews? Because um, well, you decide. <laughs> <laughs> you decide. No, no, no. I I I I always tell the truth. I I um uh, <laughs> I'm a very honest person, and no, no. Oh, we won't believe anything you say. But <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's the that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> no, um, the thing is sometimes when you do promotions, you have to come out with this story interesting uh, that makes you look really intelligent and and you know like worthy that people read the book and and sometimes I, I, you are a creator yourself you are a, you are a, a poet and a novelist yourself and i you i imagine you can relate the the thing that you never know how a a, a novel uh, or a text start for me is like um It's 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 a lot. I can say, for example, that Paradise uh, was born when I was 10 years old. The first time I watched uh, Lord of the Flies, uh, the adaptation of uh, in the, the 60s adaptation, and and I remember I I first watched the the movies one time in a in a midnight uh, transmission in TV, Mexican TV. Uh, and I, I was just so impressed by the story and the, and the characters and, and the boys. And I think Franco is some, somehow like Piggy, like physically, like, like the character yes. of Piggy, for example. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But it's only physical, of course. Uh, uh, Franco is no way uh, as innocent or as naive. Uh, although he is annoying, like, like the character yes. of Piggy in Lord of the Rings. Um, But uh, I can also say that I've been following, you know this, I've been following um, 
uh, accounts of violence over the years in Mexico, in Veracruz. I have, a, I have an archive at home. It, it used to be physical. I mean, I will literally rip the articles of the newspaper and, and kept them in folders. And, and now it's more digital. Uh, I, I, but I also, I always download and copy and download the, the, the news because you never know in this age when something is going to disappear. So it's, for me, it's important. My archives are, are very important. And it's always a matter of trying to understand what happens um, mm. uh, about violence. And in the particular case of, of Paradise, it, it was several things. It was, um, I think, around... 2015, 2016, I was finishing hurricane season. I already had a publisher, but I was, you know, still, you know, like uh, clinging to the manuscript because I didn't want to turn it in yet. And I still was revising. And I had a, a um, we call it in Mexico, La Beca del Fonca. It's a, a sort of grant for young creators uh, under 35 years old. And I needed to write another novel. And it was very difficult because I was still in the world of hurricane season. And I had this amazing tutor, uh, Isabel More uh, uh, Isai Moreno, who's a, who's a great novelist, Mexican novelist. And Isai really understood that it was very difficult for me to write another novel while I was correcting hurricane season. And I managed even thought to write 150 pages of that other novel. And, but I knew it wasn't going anywhere. And it's always like a nightmare to think that you have to finish a novel in which you no longer believe in. So Isai said, you can stop now. We have this 150 pages, even though the novel is not, it won't, it won't, it's a stillborn, you know, it's, it's something that really didn't uh, came to life. And um, so I just, uh, uh, I, 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 he, he agreed with me. I, I, um, I kept that, but I wasn't planning on, on using it. And afterwards, that story turned out to be two different novels. One of them was the story of Franco and Polo and the residential complex, the gated community paradise. And the other, that this was very interesting because the other was a novel I was thinking about a woman that, that is kidnapped. And at the end, I decided not to do that novel for several reasons, just didn't work out what I what I was thinking. But in that second novel, the, the world that um, um, this uh, sort of cave of thieves that, ha that, that it's in the middle of, a of, of yes. paradise, ah. this uh, a sort of space uh, in the middle of the jungle where, where gangs uh, live. Milton goes. Where Milton yeah. goes, where, where he's forced to go. The of, uh, of Polo. Uh, exactly, yeah. this, this thing in the middle of, the, of nowhere. Uh, that that was born in that other story. So I, I I wrote like 80 pages of that novel without going anywhere, but it allowed me to create a whole different scenario. So I think it's a little bit a paradise, is a little bit of a Frankenstein, if you if you think it that way. But it's interesting <laughs> because really that story with uh, with Milton there with the. Uh, uh, it, it is sort of its own universe in of course. the novel. It's you, can, you can feel that. It, yeah. It's like an island. It has, right? another, mm -hmm. it has another rhythm. It has another, yeah. Paradise is, is, like, is a novel that I thought, like thinking a lot about the landscape of Veracruz uh, and, and that zone of Boca del Rio and the mangroves and the river. And it's like you have paradise in one side of the river. You have Progreso. Uh, the the, the uh, impoverished town, uh, uh, totally um, sequestered by, by narcos. You have the river in the middle. And the thing that Milton lives and, and experiments, it's like a little island. It's like a, a small novel inside the novel. I really like that uh, in the architecture of the novel. I was, I was very keen to have that moment. I think we needed all a moment to forget about what's about to happen in in paradise yes. right like it's a it's a it's a full stop and in, then it's it's the beginning of another story and 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 that also helps to contribute to the to the atmosphere of what's happening in paradise and yes. progreso and of course because i mean uh, hurricane season is a novel where you know you have a lot of novels inside the novel it's very it's, yes, it's a of pol polyphonic uh, structure no uh, but but paradise has a very very clean structure. Um, so, so this, so this little island is something very, 
you, you really feel that that difference in and the in the composition. It really appeared in the first uh, in the first manuscript since the beginning. That story was there, and I remember now that uh, what happens to Milton, uh, Apollo's cousin in Paradise. It's based on something in a, in, a, in a story that I heard in Veracruz. Uh, I think in must have been in 2013, 2014. Uh, uh, the, the the thing with the taxi driver, the story of the taxi driver. Uh, 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 somebody heard that story from a taxi driver that uh, uh, that uh, survived or, or something that happens to that taxi driver in Paradise, mm. and. When they told me the story, I couldn't believe it. Like that, like that modus operandi, that sort of. Um, I was always in the look for stories that show us another facet, another face of narco-related violence, mm. because it's, it's such a complex subject, and we are so used to see these um, stereotypes, these images yes. in series, and and in, and it's interesting, but. When you think of a narco, it's not always this guy, uh, dark-skinned with a, you know, like a, um, like a Miami Vice uh, shirt and and and, uh, and and chains, golden chains, and with a with a golden gun. It's it's just it's a that that sort of glorified image is super far away of what. Yeah, and, and Milton, he becomes he becomes the. I mean, he he's forced into of being. Uh, of course, of course. I mean, he's 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 inside that world. But we but, we normally but, think that uh, mm. huh, that that young people are like dying to be narcos, and they are uh, huh, like they want that f uh, uh, sort of a quick uh, way of becoming rich and and famous and appreciated by a community. But there's also the the, the other side that there is so many young uh, men being and women being pushed into into that. Uh, into yes. organized crime, and uh, even people who don't want to be inside, but still there have no options. And, and it's, a, it's a little bit what happens to Polo, uh, mm. uh, the character of Polo. He's um, he's he's divided. He either he he stays in his job where he's exploited and mistreated and and forced to do demeaning things. Even even I mean it's it's a it's a it's a bad place to stay at. Or else he has to join an, an, a gang, mm. and he doesn't want to be boss around anyway. He doesn't. It's like he doesn't want to participate in the in the. He doesn't want to integrate himself in the, um, uh, uh, in this machinery in in capitalism, right? And I I I also I always thought that his fantasy it's it's very, uh, it's his fantasy of. Uh, Building a boat and just yes. putting it in the river and just sailing away, just to Disappear. whatever yeah. it, it mm -hmm. can happen. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a way to show that uh, he really wanted to escape not only from his mother, from poverty, but also from the system. Right? Like, yes, his, it, it's it is a very naive it's fantasy. It's a utopia. Yeah, it's a childlike. It's very thin at the of end, course. Uh, of yeah. course. And also, mm -hmm. I mean, the dead grandfather that never built this boat that he promised to build, no? But, but it's also something about those scenes uh, with the river and and that that sort of hope f for freedom and 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 uh, and uh, the water and so on. It it has I mean it's it's a very it has a lot of uh, beauty in it. And this is something I also think about a lot when I read you uh, because your style, your literary style, is very elaborate, and and you also have this be this beautiful images of landscape, landscapes, and so on, and 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 um, sometimes it's like you, you really, I really feel that me as a reader, I, I need that beauty to to cope with the brutality in the novels, and still. Uh, this this combination of beauty and brutality also is very devastating in itself. So what what is the the relation between beauty and brutality for you mm. in your writing? That 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 is very beautiful. That what you just said, and and I I thank you. I I, I work a lot with those uh, images. I think for me they are very important. Um, I, um, I I think. I can only think about beauty uh, when I when I think in Veracruz. I, I think, of course, how how beautiful people are, 
and how beautiful nature is and, and the city, but at the same time, how crude it can all be and how, um, how violent things can turn. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been uh, very recently, I, I've been working in the translation of, uh, revising the translation of This Is Not Miami, that is uh, a collection of short stories, nonfiction. It was the first book I published in, in 2013 originally, and now it's been published in, in, in English. And uh, I was just thinking, when I finished the book, I said, wow, Veracruz is such a violent place. It's, it's, it's no, uh, uh, it's, it, that is why I write about violence, of mm -hmm. course, because I grew up in a place where things uh, happen, things like I, the, the ones I describe in the books. No, no, it is not only the war against drugs, but uh, some uh, um, uh, things that happened way back in Veracruz. And, and I begin even with the invasion of, of par, uh, uh, the invasion of, of pirates in, in Veracruz and, and all the things that have happened uh, uh, in history. But uh, I think they also, uh, it, there is a, I think how violent is Veracruz, but at the same time I thought, but how how I miss it. I mean, how how I wish I was there, and how I wish I was there to listen to people talk, to listen stories, so I can write more books, because that that the kind of stories that people tell in Veracruz, the kind of narratives that people, even with no education, are capable of expressing, for me it's like magic and. I found that beauty, obscurity, beauty, and, and, and crudity, beauty, and, and violence, for, for me, they are entangled in the complexity of a city like, uh, like Veracruz. And I think uh, um, landscape is very important for me, especially because I, I, always, I always thought that um, the south of Mexico, southeast of Mexico, is not well um, positioned. I think in 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 literary in the literary Mexican world, uh, you can see many writers are from Mexico City and they will write about Mexico City. Even even Bolaño, who was not uh, Mexican, he write about Mexican City. He has this beautiful book, uh, Los Detectives Salvajes, the the wild detectives, and um, he even wrote about the North. That's that's also well cartographiado. Uh, that's also well. Uh, uh, um, is shown, I, yeah. described in, 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 in literature in Mexico. The center, the north, with Rulfo we have uh, Jalisco, like the, the, the peasants and the, um, um, the rural areas uh, uh, after the revolution, uh, during the, the, Christi, the Christian War. And, and I just thought that the south of Veracruz, the south of Mexico was not even present. And when it, when it, when it is present, it's always uh, very uh, in a very exotistic, um, um, in a very tropicalistic uh, way, and and of course, Veracruz is tropic, and and Veracruz is exotic at some point. It has all the cliches of exotism. Uh, um, I mean, you can drop a seed and see it grow. And it, it literally can happen like that. It is like that. But at the same time, I thought that nobody from Veracruz have ever written about Veracruz. And I, I just needed to do that. And I, I also think that uh, writers that I admire are, are normally writers that use physical descriptions as um, um, part of somehow dramatic structure of the, of the work. Mm. And for example, you have Cormac McCarthy with Blood Meridian. It's a book about descriptions. I mean, things happen, horrible things happen all the time, but it's also the description mm. of the changing uh, landscape of, of the United States, the South of the, uh, in Mexico, of course. And it, it's beautifully done. Yeah. And also I think that the, uh, the balance between describing and narrating, it's very interesting done. Yeah. Faulkner has the same thing. Faulkner has this beautiful and, and very complex uh, descriptions of... Uh, of, of nature, but there are also very uh, there are also lots of writers that I'm really interested in, and then they don't talk about landscape at all. You have uh, Agota Christophe, for example. Yes, that is it's it can happen in a stage uh, completely. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it can happen. I think because she was a, a drama a writer, bodily, it's maybe a high school, yeah. bodily, mm. and it's dialogue, of course, but it's not, it's blind. You cannot see where that happens, or uh, I, I'm thinking it's not the, of course, the, the huger. Or I'm thinking a, a writer that I admire, the uh, American A. M. Holmes, 
A.M. Homes, it's New York, of course, it's, it's the outskirts of uh, New York, uh, the suburbia, mm. but still you don't really see things uh, like that. It's, it's, it's humor and it's dialogue, again, that, the, the thing that pushes. And yes. I, I, I want always to create a balance between, but for me, uh, uh, the truth is also in, in Paradise especially, uh, the descriptions of, of nature are also metaphors for something else. Yes. For example, nature, the way uh, it helped me to, to carry characters across that river. So you have, uh, uh, yesterday we were having this, uh, um, this reading about uh, in paradise in, in, in Swedish and Spanish. And uh, the, the passage uh, that the reader chose was that one when Polo is totally drunk. He had just arrived to his house. He's laying on the ground drunk and the swaying of the floor Uh, be, uh, transforms himself into the swaying of the river. Yeah. He's in a boat in mm. the river, and he's seeing the trees and the um, uh, uh, all the plants and all the vegetation. And, and it's almost he, like he's in in a uterus. No, it's like in a in a womb. No, exactly. Uh, I love I love he's that like image. A of course, small baby that is carried. And that turns you back to paradise suddenly. So descriptions also. It's like a form of teletransportation. Sometimes mm. you can use it like that. Mm. You, you can. But go I mean, go. to 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 be able to to create or evoke the the beauty of the landscape, you you also. I mean, this is a question of your language. I mean, this is also the beauty that I was talking about. I mean, you you have a very elaborate style, uh, uh, and this style carries also uh, the 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 often violent content and also i think uh, you have this you have this um i mean for example polo polo is i i think he's he's a sort of a symbolic sibling to uh, brando he is definitely yeah. has to a lot to, i, I was thinking it, that, uh, but yes. what i wanted to ask because mm -hmm. it's almost like he's he's born from brando no? they have they have this because they are they are Mm, they are so impregnated with with the rage, both mm -hmm. of them. Frustration, rage, anger. Rage, mm -hmm. and the, and but they have this strange um, combination that you, I think, many of your your characters have this combination of innocence and mm -hmm. rage. Mm -hmm. That we also we are also able to see to see them um, as small chil children. Of course. Uh, and, and I mean, this is something also you you you. you You often speak about violence when you speak about your novels, but but you can might as well talk about love and the search for love and tenderness. N and tenderness. <laughs> tenderness, tenderness, but exactly. It yeah. is. It is true. Yeah. It is true. I, I think it's 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 uh, it's it's easier to see the the violent elements and and, but I think that in some somehow if my novels are awkward. Like they produce awkward feelings and, and they confront the reader and they confronted me when I was wrote, writing them, of course. Uh, I think it's because um, it, is, it is not because of the violence, but because the tenderness and the, and the lack of love and the mm. desperate search for love that is behind this violence. And it's, it's, of course, you can see it more in hurricane season because I was more interested in, in showing that. In hurricane season, I was very committed to go uh, into a state of extreme empathy mm. with my characters. And mm. that means uh, that... Um, of course, I needed to show uh, the, life, the lives they, they had And how those lives uh, 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 allow them and 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 took them to to commit things like murder or like incest or like um, uh, crimes, uh, acts of violence and rape, for example. And and at, at the same time, I I was trying to do that and to show how. They are also human beings uh, that they, I mean, it was a lesson that I think I learned from Truman Capote and in Cold Blood. And, you know, uh, we, we've, we've been talking about how, how at the beginning Hurricane Season was supposed to be a nonfiction novel because I read about the killing of a witch in, the, in a newspaper. And I, of course, I kept it in my archives and that's what they are for. And um, 
I, I spent years thinking about how, how I will go to this place and interview all the people in the town. It, it was a very small town. And I will go to, you know, like an FBI agent. I will go to, uh, like Mindhunter, you've seen, you seen the series? Um, I, I will go to the crime scene, like where it happened. And I, I will stay there and, and watch it all over and, 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 and burn it into my mind and find the ways to describe it. And I will go to jail and I will interview the, the, the criminals and I will ask them why did you do it and they will answer me with the with the most hidden truth and uh, I mean also a fantasy that yeah. of course mm. of course totally and and I, I I just hit reality when I realized that I just couldn't go because of security reasons I mean I, I wasn't and an, uh, I, I didn't have any credentials as as journalist even though I studied journalist but I was a I was a housewife back then. And I didn't have any money to do that sort of research. And besides, uh, Veracruz was like, you know, like, like swelling and, and with narcos, with gangs, with trouble. And it, it may sound really strange and foreign uh, if we speak of this here, you know, in this city. Uh, and, but in, in, in Veracruz, you will enter a town that's conquered by narcos and there will be children, like no, no more uh, 10 year olds that will be with that radio, and they will be annotating the number of the uh, matriculas, of the plates of the cars, and they will be taking notes and passing the information to other people. And they already work. They, they call them uh, halcones. They are hawks for the, for the narcos. And even women, children, young people, everybody works for them. It, it, they don't even have a choice. So imagine a woman, a, 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 a woman arriving in a car asking, hey, can you take me where they kill the witch? Yeah, that wasn't going to go well. In fact, I, I did a security analysis. I, I was taking back then a, a, a seminary about security in journalism. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, this year, for example, only uh, uh, just until March, seven journalists have been killed in Mexico. So it's a, it's a, it's a horrible reality. It's a... Uh, high-risk uh, profession, and uh, I was taking uh, courses that international societies and associations uh, 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 gave to journalists in Mexico so we can learn to to secure our, our, our work. And I was doing an exam of security, and it was totally stupid that I go to, to there alone without any resources, like to find out a story that happened like years ago. And then I think it was as a form of consolation because I was I was really sad. I mean, it's horrible that you want to do something and and reality just doesn't let you. Yeah, it's, but it's still, I mean, for a reader of of hurricane season, I mean, it's 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 very obvious that this is a very literary, of course, uh, text, and and that uh, what you achieve in in through this literary text uh -huh. is something completely else than you could have. Uh, exactly. It's, it's, yes. It's, it's, I think and it's, it's way richer. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And also, I mean, uh, there was someone who, who, who wrote, one of the reviewers of the book here, The Paradise, that wrote that that Polo is uh, like Dostoevsky's Raskolnikov. He has uh, some, some kind of... Um, classical uh, literary figure in him I mean so it's 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 also I mean it, it's a very literary universe and and it's uh, it, it can be hard to forget you can forget it because it's I mean because of the Mexican reality and so on but but it's it's very much uh, 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 highly stylistic work no. Uh -huh. I had to, um, I, at the end, I decided that it was not possible because uh, we've been joking a little bit about this, but actually uh, nobody guaranteed me that I was going to interview these people and, and they will tell me the truth. And I was interested in the truth. And it was a truth that I knew that I had to arrive from from other sites and other ways and 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 a direct interview wasn't going to solve what I what I it wasn't going to um show me what I needed to understand and explore and at the end I decided that fiction will do the trick and uh it was another whole kind of uh, research dangerous too of course because confront yourself with the most um um with the most difficult emotions that you ever felt, that, uh, that to confront yourself with that dark side of yourself, mm. 
that side that doesn't know anything about morals, that doesn't know anything about values or, or the, the, the catechism or the things that you uh, learn at school or at home, that side that, that everybody of us has and it somehow, sometimes it appears in dreams or in, maybe in art or, or, or in, but, but really exceptionally sometimes it's, it is shown and many of us, we live afraid of that dark side. And I think at the end, what I needed to do was a whole different kind of, 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 of work. It was not journalistic. It, it was another kind of work. It was more of, um, uh, of an exploration of things that mattered to me. And of course, of form. Because form. you cannot, yes. you cannot mm. tell. Uh, I mean, hurricane season, of course, is an anecdote. You can tell uh, the corpse of the witch has been found, and I can tell you who killed her. But it's not what's important no, in no, the novel. No, it's the way all. it is told and the way how things get revealed each time. Each character takes the world and the microphone. Right? Yes, and also this. I mean, this, this, um, these levels. You, you, you. Um, I mean, it's this um, weaving of, of huh. myth, myth, mythology, gossips, uh, superstition, uh, all these and dreams of each character. No, it's uh, th there. Really, you, 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 you create, create. You, 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 you evoke this whole world uh, that made this murder possible, sort of, and made these people um, be part of that. At the end, I think it was. I think it was a richer. Uh, not because reality is not rich. Reality, it's. I think it reality. Reality overpowers everything. Sometimes in Mexico, when you are writing stories, you have to tone down reality because it's so. Ah, uh, it, it's so filled with things that that you will say. If I tell this like this, nobody will believe me. Like, and and it, they will think I'm I'm I'm, I'm writing fiction. Mm. So so mm. it's very interesting and to find a balance and. At the end, I think it was very, it, it, it is a book that I, it allowed me to say so much thing that I needed to say, not only about topics like violence and toxic masculinity, but about, for me, what is the experience, the aesthetic experience of a novel. Mm. I, I, for me, I think you only ha can write a novel if you have um, a definition of what is a novel. You can... I, this is very strange because I, I think I wanted to be a novelist since I was seven years old and I read uh, Tom Sawyer by, uh, by Mark Twain. And I read that book at that age where I, I didn't even understand all the words. I, 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 I remember that for two or three years I read that book very often because I didn't have many books at home and, and my, my parents were, were not uh, readers. Uh, my, my dad used to read the newspaper, but my mom, I think my, my mom, she's had the same book in her night table for 20 years in the same page. And, but she reads my book. Uh, <laughs> she reads my books and, and I don't think Paradise, uh, she, I don't think she likes her. That, that She likes Paradise that much. Um, she likes but hurricane season more. She likes hurricane season ah, a lot. Mm -hmm. She likes hurricane season a lot. Interesting. And uh, uh, but what I was trying to say is that I I've always been a, a I always wanted to be a novelist, even when I didn't know what a novel was. Mm. I all I all, I only knew that a novel it was like a journey, and that I want I wanted to write something that for a reader was going to be like a journey. A, a novel is something that goes with you. For a for a for a for a time, right? Like, I mean, Paradise is very short. I think you can read it like from once, but it's a, it's it's, def it's different than a novel like Hurricane Season that you can. I always imagine I have this fantasy that uh, the reader reads one chapter each night. That's how I think Hurricane Season should be read. But of course. Um, uh, well, the first chapter is only one page long, so that, that's going to be a short night. So, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's only a fantasy, of course. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, for Paradise, I wanted to do another thing. I want, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted. There were things that I was still interested. Mm -hmm. For example, that that comparison you do Brando, between Brando Polo. and mm. Polo, it's it's very interesting because, yes, I I've always been very interested in angry young men, and uh, I, I, I I've been interested in normally also in I think in angry young people in general. I think 
right? And um, I think adolescence is is quite interesting as a as an existential moment. I think it's uh, you describe it so well. You say you can see um, madness and anger in Brando and Polo, but also. There is a sort of innocence. Yes. There is. You can see the child in, in yeah, you can always see the child, you, yeah. because there are always the scenes where they are child. Because it's not been so long that they've been child that, that they were children. So, um, I think it's very important because the, still the children in them has not died, has not been forgotten. It's still very present, and it makes the pain harder for them to to resist you know they they still their 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 skin has not hardened enough they want to pretend they are hardened and they they are tough and they are uh, 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 you know like like callous men but mm. they are not at all and i think that is very interesting dramatically mm. and i I, I like to present that to the readers, mm. but it is there true is that it's moment, always men. Yeah. It's mm. always mm. angry young men. Not, there is not angry young women, in, in at least in the books, I think they are. Books, I think they are. I think Yesenia is very angry. Yesenia is not that young. <laughs> no, but but still, I mean, but still she's an angry man. Mm. I mean, uh, uh, Yesenia not, no, is not angry. Mm. You can say that Soraida, she's. Uh, her desire to to not, get pregnant yeah. it's it's like a rebellion you know it's like something yes. for her yeah. you know she she wants that for her she she will do it no matter what happens and i think it's a sort of um i think for many women uh, it's something that i discover uh, uh, in veracruz you you will say why people that doesn't have many resources material resources why they keep having children like why these women keep having children and then you think that it's for them it's somehow a way to be somebody to some to someone, someone yeah. or yeah. it's a way to own someone. It's a way to have a family. It's a way to have a role in the life of people. And I think something like that happens to to Soraida, who is the I think it's, she's the Lex Explorer character. There wasn't just enough time to to do that in Paradise, and I was very tied to Polo's uh, yes. point of view. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But it, that that's the structure of the novel too. I mean, but mm, I'm also interested in this. I mean, because to 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 be inside of a raging mind uh, is one thing but we we talked about this uh, a lot know that the most difficult uh, chapter in hurricane season for me to translate was norma's chapter because norma is is, is a person that all the other characters have this doubleness of innocence innocence and br brutality but she is somehow at least almost uh, completely defenseless, no? Uh, innocent. I think In innocent and, and, and sort of, yeah. Um, even if she takes some command of her smaller sis siblings and so on, she is a character... It, it, it was difficult to, to, to translate her because also... Um, I don't think I've really read... Uh, 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 literary text about uh, being abused like the text of, of Norma because she is what you describe there is also these all these uh, ambivalent desires that can occur in a, an abusive situation she she is she is raped or semi raped or uh, abused by her seduced, seduced, seduced uh -huh. by her mother's uh, husband uh, and and uh, it's 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 so it's so it you come so close to something there that is almost forbidden to enter you feel it's it's sort of uh, because because she is also part of this and she also feels seen by this uh, uh, this man no uh, uh, and and on the contrary polo and and brando they are characters that that act out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she is so i mean everything takes place inside of her body inside of her but body. they they act out and i wonder i mean there must be some sort of it must be more liberating to write a raging character <laughs> than a or what Liberating in in one sense for you. Like, for I mean, me, like a yeah. article. Um, yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah. I think it is very interesting that the point that you make because I think 
actually Norma is one of the things that uh, for me was m the most Because, difficult to, yeah. to write even more than uh, I think uh, yes even more than some of the scenes where, where Brando or, 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 or Polo uh, 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 have this yeah you know like this acting out as you, yeah. as you said it mm. when, when Polo um, thinks he's raping his cousin or when, when Brando is having this contractual sex with a bunch of men that he totally despises and, and, and all these moments. Yes, of course, uh, I, I, uh, with Norma, it, I think she, she, uh, just a few hours ago, they just asked me what, what are my favorite characters of, of, of the books that I've written. And I, of course, talked about the boys, but I, I just didn't want to talk about Norma because I think Norma, she's my, my favorite in, in the sense that I, I don't know how she was born. And she was born out of, uh, I, I, rem I, just, I remember just right now, uh, um, she, she, she had the face of someone that I met many years ago when I was a child in a small village that, that is very alike, like Progreso. is the small village near Veracruz that, um, that, that inspired the, the town of Progreso and a little bit the town of La Matosa. And, and it was a girl that had really short hair mm. and, and, and just, you know, like dark, beautiful skin. And, and I, I just don't know how, just thinking about her and, and a lot of other things, a lot of other things, just immediately I think about, uh, about Norma. And um, I, I just wanted to... I needed uh, the, the, in the in the center of hurricane season is Norma's decision over her body, mm. like everything that propels the things that happen in hurricane season. It's at the heart with the decision if Norma is going to keep his stepfather's child or not because mm. she's 13 and pregnant, <laughs> and uh, just didn't want to just describe her her story like her being abused because there is way more when we talk about there is there it, perfect victims don't exist mm. as as perfect aggressors don't exist like aggressors are not monsters and victims are not precious angels that are that that is one most of the difficult things that to talk about abuse and to talk about trauma it is it is very it's a very delicate matter Uh, but you said it yourself. You said you use the word ambivalence, mm. right? And I, I read a lot about it. I, I read a lot about uh, psychoanalytic uh, theories around it. I, 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 I don't never, I, I hardly ever try to put theories in my books. I don't believe in that. I, I just let the characters grow out of necessity. But I think in order to understand the trauma of my own life, I, I, I've been reading a lot about it. Mm. And I just, um, I came to this uh, uh, pioneer of psychoanalysis, Sandor Ferenci, mm. who was one of first, uh, Freud disciples. And he was a little bit outcast from the psychoanalytic community. He was a, an Hungarian psychoanalyst, very interesting. And he decided that he that he that the victim of abuse should be believed, because the other stance was, the official stance, the Freudian stance, is that uh, sometimes the accounts of 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 uh, people talking about being abused they are fantasies. So you have always you need to treat uh, these sort of accounts as fantasies. Mm. Things that maybe or may not have happened, but it not, it's not important. It is a fantasy. And Sandor Ferenczi says, no, those things happened. And, and he wrote this beautiful um, article that's called um, Confusion of Tongues. Mm. And he yeah. talked about how yeah. um, when a child is seduced, what happens is yes. that there is a confusion of tongues. Sometimes the adult sees in the child, of course, a, per, a disturbed adult sees in the child She's the desire of the child, right? And he confuses that for passion. But the child is only longing for love, for tenderness. And the child tries to give tenderness and, and ends up feeling totally empty because he's been This used. This is what you exactly described with Norma. And, uh, It's what happened with Norma. Norma uh, is so hungry for love. 
She has never had her mother for her own. She has to share her mother with a long uh, a list of siblings. She has many, many brothers and sisters. And she has to be the mother of her sisters and brothers. And she has to be the mother of her mother. Mm. Like, because her mother works long hours and she needs to care for her mother. And Norma is left motherless. She needs a mother too. And where does she find an... an and uh, uh, an sort of uh, uh, an simulation of love, of tenderness in his stepfathers who give her attention. So she confuses, yeah. right? And he, he doesn't want tenderness. He wants he passion. He projects on her. Of course. Yeah. And, don't, and then she... Exactly. That, but it's way more complex than just, you know, portraying the abuser like a monster because a monster doesn't tell us anything. But a human who is confused... That that is that is way worse than a monster, yeah. <laughs> Ringing there, um, yeah. Now when we talk about this this kind of ambi ambi ambivalence, it's also. Um, I mean, we live in a time when when many. I mean, the so-called problematic words uh, in literature. Uh, often are put under magnifying glasses, no? And I mean, your novels are really peppered with homophobia, misogynia and, and misogyny and, and racism, no? So, do you, when you work, do you, I mean, is it possible to, to, to write violence without reproducing it? Ah, I think it's a very interesting question. I think I think it's totally possible, but for me, it I think it is not. I think the way I found was yeah. was to work like this. Um, I think I think either Hurricane Season and Paradise are very are, are moral stories, in fact. But I don't like the, the I don't like to position myself as somebody who has discovered a truth and it's going to tell everybody how it is like or how it's supposed to be because it it is not like that at or all. Or an explora exploration of it's moral. More, more like an explanation. I, I I I just write these things because I want to understand and at first I don't even know what what I'm trying to understand and. Um, I, it, uh, of course, it is possible to write about all this without without recurring yourself to violence. But I think that as a person who has experienced certain things, uh, I mean, uh, I, I think I think I really wanted to be in touch with that side of myself that can be really violent too. And I experienced it in my life, and I seen the potential of harm that I can do. And at that time, when I began writing Hurricane Season, I was very, very interested in discovering that in, in myself. And uh, I think it's easier sometimes to talk about uh, and say, yes, of course, I wrote that because Mexico is in a, it's, it's a hellhole and, and it's all truth. And, and, and it's, it's easier to project the things to the outside and, and say that it, it was a sociological interest. But it, it is, in fact, a, a, I, I wanted to exercise all the things that I grew up with, all the things that they told me women should be or women should not be or women should do or not do or how to dress, like how to live. And, and also the, the things that I learned from about being a man. No, and I think it's, it's of course, a very, uh, it's very intimistic. Uh, I think there are, I think there, Hurricane Season was, way more harder to write that paradise even though you can say that paradise is a little bit, a little bit cruel 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 it's it's because it's more straight to the point right it's like more yeah like, like more uh, uh 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 sharp in that sense and hurricane season takes a, a different mm. rhythm and but i i think yeah you've told me i, I mean that you you had a i mean with hurricane season you really had a it 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 impacted you. I mean, it's you, you had a crisis after writing it. Was because I I I feel that that is something you also feel in the two books. That uh, paradise has some kind of lightness to it. It mm -hmm. has it's another it's another um, frequency sort of. Um, 
or uh, no 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 totally i totally agree and and paradise also the thing is i still wanted to say things about toxic masculinity all these things that we've been talking i also wanted to write about veracruz one more time i i, I really wanted to do that and it is true that i had this new tricks that i that i could do with words and i wanted to do it one more time like like the olympic games like harder stronger fastest uh, um even more explicit because i could do it so in a way it's uh it's a it's a little bit of a show off paradise but i i really enjoy writing it mm. and i think it says things that are also important like in hurricane season but hurricane season was totally unexpected mm. sometimes i'm asked if i uh, uh how, how if i was thinking about translation when i wrote it and I, i'm thinking like i was thinking that nobody will even read it mm. like I, i it never crossed my mind that it will be translated to swedish that i one day will be in this beautiful culture center uh, uh in this stage this wonderful stage talking to you all uh, about about it it's like a it's i will never believe it if somebody will tell me uh, back then but um the thing is uh i didn't exactly write that novel to cure myself in fact i think that book made me sick <laughs> made me yeah 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 uh, mm. uh, but i needed to explore that yeah. because i i you know i i was in a bad relationship but then i was a housewife I just couldn't, uh, my career was stalled. Like I had published one novel and one book of nonfiction and I was living with this guy who, I mean, the relationship was dead, but we had one child, not my bi biological child. It was her, his uh, daughter, and but I've been raising her for six years. So uh, it was very difficult. We haven't talked about maternity, for example, about in, in hurricane season and in paradise. And yes. I just realized that in all mm. my books, there is a pregnant woman and a haunted house. Yes. And look, look how they resemble, right? Yes. A mother is also like a haunted house. No? Of course. Don't yes. you think? Yes, I do. I do. I do. Uh, I do. And now I don't know if we have to... Uh, to stop no stop, why no why <laughs> but uh, but maybe that's a good um, good place to stop a good place a haunted thank house you so much <laughs> the haunted house to be continued no thank you hannah this has been thank great you. and i really enjoy it thank you very much <laughs>